well, there's a little expression amongst the younger generation. And right, if he it? wanted to, he would. Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're recapping Bachelor in Paradise this week. This is a good episode, I guess. I feel like it was very relationship heavy, which was nice. We saw a lot of love falling into place. We did. So it was making me think, Sarah, that we should talk about it in like in sets of couples because, you know, rather than the chronological, I thought it could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm just proud of us for getting it in because you're in, you were like traveling and you're in Italy and Rome there and I'm away in California and our time zones, you and I are nine hours apart right now. I know. And we're still doing it. Still doing it. That's commitment. It is commitment is total commitment. So we're in, so let's talk, let's dive in. Dive in. So should we start with the best couple in paradise? (laughs) oh who's that joe and serena joe and serena they kind of i feel like had the biggest story arc because you had like a little kendall mixed in there yeah so you know kendall was really unraveling with the whole joe and serena thing and and i thought their whole conversation they're kind of really it's over i thought it was interesting he asked her so are you not over us? And, and she cries, but I thought he handled that so maturely. Like he listened to her. He owned her feelings. He said he was there for her, but he didn't play any games, you know, which I, he protected his relationship with Serena. Um, I really just thought that was impressive. Yeah. I said like, Joe, such good doc, such a good guy, but he lays down the wall. Like he knew it was over and like, he was yeah. there for her, but it was just very in the past. And he said, said, I knew it was, if I didn't know it was over, I wouldn't have come on the show, which I'm like, oh, unlike most people who, you know, he really, I thought that later his thing, he, in his interview with like producers, I guess he kind of says like, if she really wanted him back, she should have done it before he got on the show. And I was like, snaps for you, Joe. Love it. I'm like, I'm happy for her that she left. I'm happy for that she left. I thought that was kind of real. It was the most, you know, it was less, more relatable, Kendall. I, I always say that she's so quirky and it's hard for me to relate to her, but I related to her in this episode. But here's the thing, which I don't understand is when you leave, you take your rose. And when you're so close to a rose ceremony, it's not really fair to like the guy, like Ivan, like, why didn't she just hang around, give Ivan the rose and then that, then leave? Like you've brought that up. I don't, I don't understand the timing on that. I agree. But just, I think throughout the episode, I just loved watching Joe and Serena's relationship grow and blossom. And I feel like they're a really strong couple. And I think they will be engaged at the end of this. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I do too. I thought they're, they're solid. Um, and I thought that was good. So um, uh, moving on to maybe um, Noah and Abigail. Are they on the show? I don't barely. Know. I know they're literally barely on the show. They get like a little moment here or there, but yeah. I have to say, I feel like this is a theme. It's like one couple does something, and then every other couple is doing it. Like one couple had a rocky patch. Every couple had a rocky patch. One couple's falling in love with them. Every couple is now <laughs> falling in love. 
like a so, domino effect. It really something. is because now Noah and Abigail are falling in love. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. Uh, we also have Mari and Kenny. They get a date. Yeah, they get the taco date. Um, let's talk like about so Mari. Great to watch, I thought. Just the dredge drippings of the sour cream all over their limbs. It like and- wasn't like. No, yeah. I would feel so gross. Just so happy for them because they're falling in love with each other. They're really into each other. I thought it was really sweet. Well, you know, obviously, so the date was the date, but then they had time to talk and Kenny brought up, you know, the engagement thing and they're falling in love. And I, I was like, you know, I just felt overall very happy for them. I think these older guys on the show are just, they're bringing it in terms of being uh, good communicators. Yeah. But even so, I don't think Kenny's like the best with his words, but like, I also think he's like trying his best. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. I I guess so. I I think that's his style. Yeah. He's just a little bad boy. People like it more than others, probably. Yeah. Pot for every kettle. Is that the expression? A pot for every kettle? Is that the expression? (laughs) A top? kettle calls the no a lid for every pot what's that expression that's like there's something for everyone basically yeah I don't know a lid for every pot let us know pot calls the kettle black no 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 that's not the expression I was I know I know I'm teasing but you brought up kettles and pots (laughs) (laughs) um okay so now a couple that maybe had a bit more uh you know, screen time, a little more action was Marissa and Riley because we have a new arrival of Damar and Marissa and Riley's maybe feeling a little nervous, but I have a feeling that in that conversation, we didn't see it, but I think Marissa made it clear she's not going on any other dates to Damar. They edited it, but I feel like we missed something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure production had something to do with that. And I think it all played into kind of the earlier in the show, Marissa talking about how she's really needing a little bit more from Riley. Um, and then that whole thing with Damar happens. I mean, Damar's cute. And yeah, it was know. it was a good way to kind of test, I think, Marissa and Riley's relationship a little I bit. And maybe Riley needed to see that. I thought that was good. Um, but wow, you know, just continuing on with their theme, when they do have the deep conversation and and he and she right out asked him how would you have felt if I had some if you know if I went on that date and he opened up and he opened up about his family situation and how it's been hard for him and how that has impacted him and it was very emotional and she handled that very well you know um and that's how they got to that conversation about falling in love what did you think of all that I liked it I was happy for them that they were able to kind of get to that new place um I think she handled it well I don't think she was like soup I don't I don't know I felt like I, I felt like he was really bearing his soul and she was just kind of like yeah keep telling me I don't know I felt like maybe that should have been a little bit more from her yeah but yeah I, I don't know I mean I like I like them I like it's her fine. Too. I don't know if she's, I don't know how to say this. There's something about her maturity level. I don't know why she hasn't done anything that I think is immature. 
Yeah. But there's just something about her that I feel is a little bit on the more younger side of the women there. Um, and Riley, I, you know how I feel about Riley. I really like him. So I don't know. I could see that. I could see that. But I'm happy for them. They seem like they're heading in a solid direction to potentially an engagement. So I think right now it's looking like the four couples that could be engaged by the end of this are Joe and Serena, Noah and Abigail, Mari and Kenny, Marissa and Riley. Right. I don't think all four of them will be engaged, but I think those are like the solid couples we're looking at. They're the kind of front runners. The front runners. So yeah. we also have Becca and Thomas though. Yeah, but I, we don't see a lot of them. And I still just am, you know, how I feel about Thomas. I just don't think there's a lot to Thomas. I, mean, I think it's funny though, because I find Becca like the narrator of the show, basically. Like, I feel like they always better. cut to her and she's like narrating the show. <laughs> Maybe that's her role. Maybe that's why she's there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm really getting deep with Becca on this. I don't know if you feel that way. I, I, I don't, I just don't feel like I'm really seeing a lot of her in a way that's meaningful to make me want to root for her. I just don't think I really care what happens in the Becca storyline. And I definitely don't think Thomas is the right fit. Yeah. Interesting. But we'll see, I guess, what happens. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. We also, another, um, another couple forming is Natasha and Ed, I guess. Ed comes down, he's a new arrival, takes Natasha on the date. Seems like the date goes well. Yeah, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was really, really nice. I mean, I like, I like him. I liked him in that setting. I don't know. I think you have to, I really like Natasha, but I think you have to be a certain type of personality and a guy to be able to handle Natasha or manage her. Does that make sense? I don't know what I mean by yeah, that. She's but feisty, I think. She's feisty. And I, I like, I like her too. I think she's great. Um, yeah. And I, I also, I think something like, honestly, like, after how Dr. Joe responded to her, um, after she opened up about the Brendan thing and like her face, like, I just love her for that. Like, I will never like, like she just was yeah. like, okay, I'm so over this. Like, I don't need to give any more of my time to this. And I was like, snaps for that. Yeah, really no, I'm with Do you. I think her and Ed are gonna go the distance? Probably, Probably not. not. But I'm happy for her that she's going on dates and having yeah. fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, and I'm totally fine. Like the one of the other couples is a love triangle happening between Thea, James. Yep. We've got two love triangles. We've got a couple of love triangle things to handle because we have, because we're, okay, but let's, let's tap into the James, Tia, Blake thing um, and take that through. So you know, James goes out of his way. And I, I actually wanted to talk to you about this. I'm really glad you brought this one up because I want to talk about what Tia is describing earlier on in the episode where she says, you know, my heart is telling me James, you know, because he's the good guy, he's showing up for her, he makes her happy. And then, and then she has this like really big, like, a you know, she has a chemical, physical attraction to Blake and he makes her kind of hot and like, you know, excited about, you know, and brings out that side of her. And it's that age, it's like a little bit of a debate. Like what is, what, where, who would you advise Tia to choose before you saw how it played out later on? Like, I'm just curious, that is a real, that's a real thing, right? Like there's the good guys where your heart for them but you're not physically attracted to yeah. me as i mean you're attracted to I them think but it's you not. should be able to have both like i don't and like i don't, I don't yeah. think there's like any if the thing is is like 
if James is a great guy, but at the end of the day, you're just like not attracted to him. You don't think that'll grow. Like that's done. You know, it's kind of like, if it's not going to, if she doesn't see any potential there for an attraction to grow, then I don't think it's going to end well. But on the other hand, like, I don't think purely attraction is a reason to stay with someone either, because I think that'll die out too. And it's like, what, what is it is once you, is that attraction going to fade out too? Like I, I think having a combination of the two, because I think if it's just attraction and like his personality is lacking for you eventually, at least for me, like the attraction subsides then. Like yeah, if I, I find that with personality, like not endearing and I can't grow to love them, then it's like, I'm no longer attracted to them. But I don't think that's what Tia's challenge was. I think, I don't think it's about an attraction, but you don't love their personality. I think she likes his personality and she's attracted to him, but she's he's not giving her what she needs. He's not giving her attention. And I think that led to insecurity in Tia's part. So I think this is a real thing. I think there are a lot of situations where, where, okay, a woman or guy can go either way is really attracted to another person, loves their personality when they're with them, feels great, like loves them. But then that person doesn't come through, doesn't call the next day, doesn't send the text, doesn't And it's like, and you're constantly feeling like insecure in the relationship, even though when you're together, it's like fireworks. Goodbye. Ah, so you say goodbye. Yeah, not worth it. There's a little expression amongst the younger generation. And if he wanted to, he would. Yeah. If you want, yeah. I agree with that. I agree. I, it makes me and think I'm not, I'm not, I like Tia, like you don't have to settle for anything. I don't think she should go for James just because he's the good, safe guy. And like it's Bachelor in Paradise so she wants to keep around. It was weird though because when she called out Blake for it, he was like, Tia, like whatever you want, like I'll do, like I talk to you. And I was just like, I was confused by the whole thing. I wanted to talk about that conversation too because there's a lot of meaty stuff in this in this triangle because I think She's, I thought she was a little over the top and what she was asking him for. Like, I felt like Tia, you looked needy, but I get that she was desperately trying to get something out of him. I don't think it, I think it made her, I'm sure there are guys out there in the world that looked at that and were like, oh, that's like needy behavior. I don't like that in a woman. I don't think that's attractive quality that Tia had to beg Blake for some attention. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think to your point about just saying goodbye, Tia should just say goodbye because I don't think Blake is capable of giving her what she what she probably deserves. And he, and I also thought it was interesting. I wrote this down because I thought, I don't know if you caught this. He said, he was like, oh, that conversation wasn't good. He said, quote, it's frustrating because I really do want this rose. He didn't say it's frustrating because I really do like Tia or it's frustrating that we're having this communication gap because I'm really into her. I don't know what she's missing. It's like, it's frustrating because I really do want this rose, not even her rose, this rose. I know I've been noticing that a lot. Karen said the same thing later. Like, oh, I think this puts me in a good position for a rose. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I was asking you, who would you choose, James or Tia? I mean, sorry, James or Blake? Uh, I don't yeah, know. Choose right now. I don't know. I think, I, I don't know. I, I think James is a really good guy. Like, he just seems, like, very nice. And, like, Blake just seemed dumb to me in that, like, I probably would choose James. Yeah. Blake seems very about himself too. Like very yeah. cocky. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the, the vibes. Yeah. 
I don't I'm like the getting vibe. from Blake. So for that reason, I would have chosen James, but I probably would ultimately pick Joe, the grocer. <laughs> okay, so that kind of okay. wraps up. Who would you pick? I'm torn. Sadly, I think there's a piece of the, this Debbie that would mistakenly choose Blake to try to think that I could change him mm. because I would know that I could never get it with James long-term, but in the bachelor in paradise context, I might give it to James because James probably deserves, even though I might not be the one for James long-term James deserves to stay more than Blake does. I agree so, with that. Yeah. The other big, um, should we move on to the last kind of big triangle, yeah. which is the, so first, just the first, it's the Aaron. Well, first Chelsea. they all have to evacuate because of this tropical storm. Oh, I know that was so exciting. I wanted to ask you, did you think it was funny? They were like, we're not sure we'll see each other again. Why did they separate the men and the women? Why did they keep together? Like, what it was that, so what, weird. What? It was so. And then weird. I was like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And then it comes back from commercial break, and they're like, we're back. I'm like, well, that was short-lived excitement. Yeah, and it seems like there's drama about what happened when they went back next week. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe. Maybe that's what we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So, so we have Damar and Chelsea went on. A, I just want to say Damar and Chelsea went on a date. Right. Nothing right. happened there. But that made Aaron a little bit nervous. Then Chelsea yeah. comes back and it's like, Aaron, actually, I really thought of you the whole time. So, so that's fine. Um, they, they have a very positive conversation. And then Ivan moves in on Chelsea. Yeah. Well, Ivan was kind of like a little lost and then yeah. said to Aaron, like, Oh yeah, like I'm just kind of like taking it as it is, and then goes talks to Chelsea, and they're kissing. It's crazy. So and Aaron goes to confront him, and that's kind of where it ends. But we trust Ivan. I just have to ask: Do you think Ivan's just about getting a rose? Do you think he really likes Chelsea? Or I mean, I don't know. I used to like Ivan, but he seems slippery to me now. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really read him. I did feel like their banter was nice, but like, it was weird. I don't know. I think he was just saying what he thought he needed to say to survive and survive for what? There's like one week left. Are they bringing on new people? Yeah, I thought it was dumb. I don't know. But I think we're going to find out that it kind of seems like him and Chelsea may be hooked up. Maybe. In, uh, like when they had to evacuate. I don't know. Mm, that would answer Evacuate. a lot of questions. Yeah. In my mind. That would definitely... So that kind of couple's still up in the air. Okay. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this all wraps up. I'm excited for some happy endings. Yeah, I am. I am too. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It was good. It yeah. was a good episode. I watched it. I binged yeah. it this morning, girl, to get it in for our podcast. Yeah. And I actually just quickly before we wrap up, I saw a clip of Tasha who has met all of Michelle's men knows who the next bachelor is and basically said like Michelle had some great guys on her season and seems excited about who's going to be the bachelor and I, I trust Tasha's opinion with everything so yeah oh you got to send me that clip girl I like that stuff okay I will I knew you were yeah. busy drinking wine yeah well I don't know I don't want to interrupt and cramp your Italy Rome you know your <laughs> your 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 uh your Naples Pompeii Malta you know, traveling yeah, all yeah, over the yeah. world. Yeah, you're going to see places that I'll probably never see in my lifetime. I'm living vicariously through you. Mm. Well, but Rome sees you well. You look gorgeous. Thanks, mom. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's episode. 
Thanks for listening to the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.